to the PCAST presented by CDE Light Band. Each week we take you in off-speed athletics department. Occasionally, though, we see thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Light Band offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE and thanks, as always, to you, our listeners. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Krieger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked off-speed podcast, a podcast that is fired up be staring down the barrel of the home football opener. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Before we go forward, we must look back. Ole Miss, last week in Oxford, in the Grove. Scoreboard bad, other things good. I mean, scoreboard... Not bad. Not not a win. Not, not a win, and like Scotty said, excuse me, Coach Walden, like Coach Walden said post-game, we're never going to celebrate a loss. There's Correct. nothing to celebrate about a loss, but at the same time, a lot of good things happened. Great for like 150 yards on an FBS team. A top 20 FBS team. I mean, we we showed that we could compete against an SEC caliber defense. Correct. That we could put up points, that we could move we the ball. We moved the ball late in the game. We, we moved started, the ball early in the game. We just didn't. We only moved the ball in between the 20s. So we yeah. stalled out every time we got in the red yeah. zone. Yeah, and that's, and that's the big thing is we finishing drives – I mean, that's, that's what separates – to me, that's what separates FCS from FBS most of the time anyways. You can move it, but once you're down – once a defense is backed with inside of its own goalpost, they bend the back, they get the stop, they either force a field goal or they force a fourth down attempt. Mm-hmm. And that's what Ole Miss did to us, and we just – we don't have many opportunities. We, we don't have many opportunities to kick 48-yard field goals. That's just not kind of how we – operate correct but i i came away impressed i liked a lot of what i saw i liked shamari simmons i like cordell jackson i liked the way we blocked our line held their own i like cj evans i i liked everything except the final score honestly correct i think we're gonna be a problem in uh the fcs I I thought that beforehand, and this only... Even more confirmed it. Yeah, yeah, this only reaffirmed my opinion. A new opinion that I have. Oh. Women's soccer. Yeah. Put some points on the board. The well, offense coming to hey, life. Hey, they're scoring now. Goalies are still doing their thing, too. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the thing, is Chloe and Peyton really spent the first part of the year sort of... I mean, they're getting hammered. And granted, that's the sort of thing that happens against Kansas State. But this last weekend, coming away with a win and a draw, yeah, the offense really stepped it up. Just a really good Evansville team, really good Evansville and team, and beating a North Alabama team that we thought was good when they played up here. Yeah, I mean they looked really good when we saw them. They played. I thought they played Kansas State very well. They played Kansas State to a one nothing loss in the last minute, and like the, yeah, the eighty in the ninetieth minute. Yeah, I was I was pretty impressed with them, and so to beat that team on the road, no less, was very impressive, and. Evansville. One nothing shutout fashion too. Evansville, what did we say they were? Like They're fifth, fifth in the, in the Midwest, Midwest region coaches poll. And we more than held our own against them. Yeah, we scored first in that one. They got a goal before halftime and we and Peyton held on to close it out and then Peyton got a first career shutout against North Good Alabama. Shout out to Peyton for Good. that. That that away their double P. Any estate for the governor volleyball team last week. One and two at Dr. Lacari's old stomping grounds. I mean, 
those we talked about it last we week. We said it was better competition. It was going to be a tournament. step up. It was going to be a step up, and I mean, we pushed the host to five sets. We got a win. Lost to a good Western Michigan team. Beat a pretty solid IUPUI squad. I mean, I have nothing to complain about there. Would like the offense to be a little bit more consistent, but splitting hairs certainly at this point in the season. Yeah, and then Michaela Powell, once again, all tournament. She is just – I think she's going to be real she's good. She's pretty good. She's going to be a capital P problem in this league this yeah, year, no, I have a uh, feeling. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll talk about their – their next two weeks are big. They're this this weekend. Final non conference weekend and then they got the reigning conference champs week one to open up conference play. It's a big two weeks and Michaela Powell swinging it like that's gonna be very important to this team. Very important. Women's golf opened up at Missouri State over the weekend. Top five after day one, not top five after day two. A lot of putts left on the board day two. But also, there was not much separation between, like, the top three and everything else. It was clear-cut top two and then a lot of people. Bad day. Not even a bad day. Just an unfortunate, unlucky day um, on Tuesday. Taylor Dedman, once again, strong. She plays this course really, really well. Erica Scott and Kaylee Campbell, both, I thought, were really, really good. Both top 20, right? Uh, Kaylee was not. Erica was. Erica was two shots behind Dedman. But Kaylee led the team in birdies. Okay. And... I think both of them look to be really, really, really good going forward for the Governors. We played with Murray State early in the tournament, and that's the team you're going to have to catch in this league, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's one of them, and I think we can do it. I think We just have to put back-to-back days together. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell a little tale out of school here. Uh, Jessica Combs, their head coach, thinks Erica could be up for all of the awards. All of them? All of them Oh, at the end of the season around the OVC. Oh, wow. All of them is uh, a lot. That is a lot. That is and, all of them. And that, and, and that would be pretty impressive for her to get. And that would mean that we have a really, really, really stacked team come April. And I'm looking forward to that. The NFL week one. You go first. Colts have lost like eight straight season openers. And, of course, Russell Westbrook comes in. Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson. Wow, what's Russell Westbrook going to do? Well, Russell Wilson comes to Indianapolis. How do you get a triple-double in football? And just continues the Colts opening opening week losing streak. Uh, they got done up by Russell Wilson. You can't be that upset about that, can you, if you're going to get beat by anybody? I mean, I don't know. Um, shut up. Um, I mean, Wilson and Lockett were just locked in. Tough one. Um, Carson Wentz threw a touchdown, threw two touchdowns. Didn't get killed. Eric Fisher's back this week. They'll be fine. Better than the Titans still. I'm frankly not prepared to discuss Monday night still. You won. Yeah, I know. What are you so upset about? <laughs> I don't know. You won the game. That that game probably took four years off my life. I'd, I'd have been better off with a three-pack-a-day smoking Raider, for the last Raiders, four years. Raiders fan, You are being like Mets fans. Oh, we won, but we're still the worst. No, you won. Shut up. It's not that we won and we're still the worst it's that we won and we won that way don't ask how they ask how many this is very true i should i should buck up and i will i will buck up and i will do so to talk to carlos Pies of the austin movements basketball team in our next segment which we will begin right after this Chamas. Y copas de más, tú no me dejas 
estás en paz De mi mente no te vas Aunque sé que no debo ey, Pensar en ti, bebé Pero cuando bebo Me viene tu nombre, tu cara Tu risa y tu pelo ey, Dime dónde tú estás Que yo partico un vuelo Ya yo no hago ni le... A fan favorite since he first stepped on the Dunn Center floor, Carlos Paz is a testament to making the most of what you have. The Aussie floor general isn't the biggest or strongest, but no one who is watching play would disagree with the assessment that he is the pulse of Austin P. Men's basketball and has been for the last few years. Today he joins us on the PCAST. Chino, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming all this way from Venezuela. I I feel like we uh we we don't mention that enough that you're a long way from home. I am indeed. It's been a long time since I've been there too. So When's the last time? 2017. That's a long time. What do you miss? The food. The food. Oh, no. The food. I mean, of course I miss my family, but Well, the I mean, food. yeah, obviously. What what's specific venezuelan dish do you miss the most um i'll say my mom's spaghetti it's so good it's so much different from here though i was gonna say i don't when i think of spaghetti it doesn't immediately register that that's a venezuelan delicacy well it's not but the way my family makes it is like so like they put a real venezuelan twist on it describe it tell me what's i don't know the seasoning the way they prepare it it's not I don't know. It's just completely different. But I would say a Venezuelan dish that I miss a lot would be the arepas because I cook them here, but not the they're same. not the same. It's like the the flour and all that stuff, it just doesn't taste the same. Well, it also doesn't have your mom's personal touch to it as well. Or my grandma's. You Did you recently try out for the Venezuelan national team in New York? Uh, that was a, uh, a camp. For the men's national team, so they came to Miami first, and then they watched a whole bunch of kids over there, and then they had a camp in New York. They just like watched the kids around college and all those things to see who's like up next for the the next generation. What did you get out of that experience? Um, it was a little bit of a punch of reality of where I, where I stand. Um, and how things like work a little bit with the men's national team. Of course, it works a lot different from when I played when I was 14 and 15 because it's a lot less preparation. Like you have to be like on the go. It was like it was a two day camp and there was like they're throwing a lot at you in two yeah, days. Yeah, it's, it's like a whole lot of things that you have to learn and pick up super fast because you don't have that much to prepare. You've played on the international scene for Venezuela for a long time. What's different about playing internationally versus playing collegiately? Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say the teamwork is like, because like in here you play team basketball too. But it's just the the European style of basketball or like the FIBA style of basketball is completely different. Especially because um, a lot of kids here like to play a lot of one on one, doing all those things. Um, in FIBA, you have to be like elite, elite for, in order for you to do that. It's more of a basketball team, like European style, passing, cutting, all those things. Let's chronicle your journey here from Venezuela. First at Sunrise Christian. How did you get hooked up there in the first place? Um, my first school was actually in Orlando. Oh, really? I did yes. not know that. I went to West Oaks um, for a year, and then I didn't like it. I didn't really treat us well. 
um, school wasn't the best, so I decided that I wanted to go somewhere else. And one of um, Diego, my mentor, he had mentored another kid that went to Sunrise like two or three years before me. And we got in contact with the coach over there and Coach Serge, my guy, he kind of like vouched for me. It's like, oh, he's a good kid, whatever. He will do whatever he needs to do. And then coaches took me. Kind of everybody there was recruited, like three or four stars. Not me, though. They just took me because they had an open spot. So I ended up going there, and it worked out. And then you ended up being the engine that made them go. Yes. Um, So my junior year, I struggled a little bit. Um, Of course, I was trying to fit in into a system that wasn't originally, like I wasn't originally on it. Like, I wasn't planning to be in it. So it was a little bit hard for me to fit in. But then at the end of the year, I had a meeting with the coach, and I was like, okay, it's a new year. Like, what do you want me to do? What do you need me to do? Like, I'll do whatever it takes. And then he told me what I was supposed to do, and I ended up being like, there's six men, but I always ended up closing the games. Get the sense that that's a a tradition for you as being – overlooked initially only to prove yourself time and time and time again yeah it's been like that pretty much my whole life even when I was a kid I always got compared to other kids in my my age group and they were always like uh he's not gonna end up like better than him or whatever and I just always kept my head down I always try to do stay in my lane do what I do good and that's it from sunrise to Austin P talk about the the process why, why Austin P? I I guess, would be a good question to start with? Well, first, they um, – I don't know. I I kind of had to be loyal to who was loyal to me. You know, Coach Serge had vouched for me when I was a sophomore in high school to go to Sunrise. It ended up working out. And then Coach Fig came and watched me. He actually, like, really liked me. Coach Rick was the first one to go watch me. Cabrera. Mm-hmm. So he talked to me, whatever. I had seen, like, multiple games of Terry, of course, going crazy. Um, And I thought we had a chance. I had another school, UMBC, but I didn't really have, like, any connections. Or I didn't have that feeling of, like, okay, it'll work out. So I don't know. I ended ended up choosing to come here even before I took my visit. I don't know if I I met you when I came on my visit. Yeah. but I just knew, like, I just had that feeling because I've been waiting for, like, two years because my junior, senior year, and even my prep school year, I never got recruited. I only got, like, a couple D2s, a couple JUCOs. But when Austin P gave me the offer, I just it was like, I feel like I have to go there. It was just a feeling. You – look, I don't think I'm spilling any tea here to say that when – this team walks into the gym for the first time. It's kind of easy to look at the 5'10 guy with basically no muscle definition and go, he's probably not going to be much of a threat. But you make up for that by always being the toughest dude on the floor. How has that defined you, that toughness? Um, I think it has to do with uh, where I come from and, like, why I do this. Because I'm living my dad's dream that was passed to my brother and passed on to me. So I guess it, sometimes it means a little bit more for me than, than others. And because, like you said, I've always been doubted, always been, like, overlooked. So 
I have to do something in order for people to be like, dang, like that's the dude right there. Why are free throws such a difficult thing for everybody except for you? Why is what free throws? Yeah. I don't guess I practice. <laughs> I don't know. It's when I get into the line, it's such a peaceful moment for me. Like I could like be all the chaos of the game stops for a second. Yes. It's like when you come late night to the gym and it's peaceful. Like once I get to the line, I don't think about anything else but the rim, the ball and me. It's just me against the rim. You recently were put on the sack. What what are you for sack again this year? The marketing committee. You are oh, the chair, the co-chair. The, cha- the co-chair of the sack marketing committee for this year. What are your plans, Mr. Co-chair, for that position? Um, which is like organize certain events that SAC does for like to spread the word out about what we are, what we're about, what we do, and all those things. You're still a sports broadcasting major, correct? Yep. What's the plan with that? I don't know. I like podcasts a lot. I used to love thinking that I would be able to make it to ESPN, but podcasts have taken over that. So every time I ask you to come in here and you have to be drugging, kicking, and screaming, that's you loving what you do? Yeah. Okay. I just like to give you a hard time. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, Your mom. Tell me about your mom. I know she's a huge supporter of you and a huge part of your life and has been A1 since day one for you. My mom, she's been like the backbone of her family ever since my mom and I got separated when I was like five, I'm pretty sure. Um, She struggled a little bit at first trying to find a place where she could like settle down. When she finally did it, um, that was kind of an example of like what people go through in order for them to like accomplish what they want and I was very little when I saw that and I didn't understand it back then but after I grew up a little bit I was like my mom had to fight for this you know what I mean so that's also why I'm the way I am like why I always try to represent my family and my like my family's name um try to make my mom proud because that just means the world to me because she sacrificed so much when I was little um I remember sometimes <laughs> I'll get mad when she took like a little bit of my plate to eat um, because I was like, that's my plate. But then my brother would be like, leave her alone, like let her have some. And it was because she didn't have anything to eat. So she was like taking a piece just so she could have something in her stomach. So it was like, I didn't understand that back then. I was a kid. I was like, I want my food, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> but now I see all those sacrifices and I just try to, make it worth it for her, you know, and like all this stuff that she sacrificed. Um, she sacrificed her school. Um, a lot of times she had to pay for like shoes or things like that, that shoes that she gave us, it was stuff that she wouldn't get, you know what I mean? So she's been our backbone. Um, her and my brother are just like the most important thing for me. What do you think she thinks of this, this you being here getting your education, playing Division One basketball, setting yourself up for a very good future? She's very proud. Um, she knew since I was little that I wanted to do what I'm doing right now. So her watching me accomplish my dreams and my goals, it just makes her so proud. 
and especially because she's been part of the journey from the beginning and she's never left behind or like left aside so she's really happy and she's always there for me i don't know even when i'm having my hard-headed moments where i don't want to talk about stuff that i'm going through she's always texting me she's always like i know you're going through something like tell me right now <laughs> you know because she i'm her youngest son so she's always like super protective and especially because she knows i'm i think it's like 1300 miles away and she's like i'll still she like she says that she will still protect me even from over there like she always like have her hand on me or whatever so she's just extremely proud i think it feels like she's extremely proud and hoping that i'll just keep doing good chino what is your favorite word favorite word favorite word i don't know that's my favorite word. Oh, okay, gotcha. I, maybe not the I don't know. Like Phrase is fine. Phrase is fine. There's, it depends. Every year is like a different thing because we have different players from different places and they all bring like different words. And, you know, I'm like a neutral, well, not neutral accent, but like I'm like a sponge. Like all this stuff that they bring, <laughs> I always like learn it and copy it. So it's like, I don't know, different things. What is your least favorite word? Soft. Who or what inspires you? Who? My mom, my brother. Um, both of them have been my example since I was growing up. Um, Diego, my mentor, just because I know his story and I always watch him since I was little. Um, I wanted to follow his steps. Um, there's this guy called David Cubillan. He went to Marquette. He's from Venezuela. He's also like short. Um, he's one of the reasons why I'm studying what I study because I saw him, um, during college and I, I heard about what he studied and I was like, I want to do that too. So. What is the last book you read for fun? I'm actually, right now I'm reading the Malcolm X, um, autobiography, um, it's pretty it's pretty intense yeah i wanted to learn because in school you learn about oh yeah michael max was like a key piece of the um the movement or whatever but you don't really learn about him and like what he actually like went through and like his family and it's like a different point of view of what he he and his family went through as they were growing like growing up and getting older um the one that I finished, I haven't finished this one, but the one that I finished was David David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell, I think. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. The best. What is your worst habit? Procrastination. What app on your phone gets the most use? Snapchat or YouTube. What is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? <laughs> when I was seven years old, I got robbed. Um, what does a seven-year-old have worth <laughs> taking? A phone. You had a phone at seven? Yes. So, I had a phone when I was like seven or eight because I was already taking a public bus by myself back then. I mean, I was always with my brother, but sometimes he had practice, and I didn't, so I had to go home on my own 
And one of those days, this guy was following me, and there was like this two little, I don't know, it's like a kiosk, kind of. And there was a space in between, and I got off the bus, and then he chased me, and he pushed me in between that, and then pulled out a knife that looked like a sword. <laughs> I was panicking. He said, give me your phone. I was like, I don't have a phone. And he poked the phone with the knife, and I said, ah, you got it. And everybody in there just looked at me, and I was like, in my head, I was like, "You're not gonna help me." <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What is your idea of happiness? Um. Doing what you love. What is your idea of misery? Um. Doing something be- like just because you're being told, or like just because I don't know. For like, when it comes to works like people that sit in, in a job nine to five and they don't like it like that's that's got to be miserable what makes you self-conscious it used to be my teeth used to be yeah okay so now what is it ain't nobody perfect um not, i don't know my height doesn't mean he uh my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't grow even. It pissed me off. <laughs> How would you... Pr- oh, excuse me. What is the most embarrassing song you love? Um, right now, it has to be... Um, before you go. I forgot this singer. How would you prefer to die? Jeez. Uh, I wouldn't say I play basketball. No. I, I don't know. At, at the beach. In the Bahamas. In the Bahamas. Um, natural death. If you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as and why? Mm, a lion. Because, I don't know, I love lions. And they're like... I don't know. They're so, they're killers. That's like the mentality I try to have, you know what I mean? What might prompt you to lie? Making people feel bad. What makes you hopeful? Wait, hold on. You want to make people feel bad so you'll lie to them? No, no, no. So, <laughs> Or you want to stop them from feeling bad so you'll lie to them? Yeah. Okay. So let's say, I don't know. Somebody's like, hey, does this look good? And I'm like, yes. But in reality, I'm like, absolutely not. Great. Well, won't ask for your opinion, but you know anyway. I mean? Nah, I can be honest with you. And it won't hurt your feelings, you know what I mean? What makes you hopeful? Mm, the fact that I've been able to go through everything that I've been through and still stand here and still be able to say that I'm happy and that I'm accomplishing my dreams. What is our purpose in life? That's up to you to figure it out. Regardless of who it is, what what is one question you would ask our next guest? Oh, shoot. What did 
Nah, <laughs> I'm gonna be a joke, but no. <laughs> um, joke questions are perfectly acceptable. <laughs> um, if you were to travel, if you were to have the opportunity to travel anywhere in the world and never come back, where would you go? Where would you go? Probably Greece. Why Greece? I don't know. It seems to be pretty like classic and the the what's it called? I don't know. It looks so pretty and like peaceful. Maybe Italy. You know, those old countries like Like Tuscany. Just out in the wide open space. Or are you more of a Rome, Venice no. city sort of guy? I'm more of like, I forgot the city in Greece. It's like in the mountains, but like you can see the sea. Athens? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. It just looks so like relaxing. Last week, Giselle Dahl asked, what do you do in your free time when you aren't playing your sport? Do you even have a recollection of what that looks like? Yes. So... Let's see, today, we have practice at 2, get done, probably go get something to eat, do some homework, um, go to study hall, just because I know if I go home, I won't do homework. Uh, go home, it depends on how tired I am, I might take a nap, like hour nap, shower before the nap, of course. Um, then I'll sit there and like chop it up with my roommates, maybe watch some YouTube videos. Um, if I have more homework, probably finish it, which today I do. And, uh, I might or may not play the game. The game? Yeah, like PS4, like, Oh. I can play some FIFA. My friends play Fortnite. I still get Call of Duty, so I don't play the. We could play GTA, God of War. I don't know. So you're now to the opposite side of the mountain as far as your collegiate career goes. You're, you're, on the backstretch now. Yep. What are your What are your hopes? What do you want to get out of the rest of your time here? I just want to enjoy it, regardless. I mean, of course, I want to win, um, but I want it to be. A happy ride that regardless of what happens i don't look back in like four or five years and be like geez i hated it you know what i mean <laughs> like i don't want to look back and be like oh i wish i could have done this i wish i could have done that i just want to do my best at whatever i'm asked to do and enjoy the ride well I think we're all going to enjoy it with you for the next couple of years as we watch you close out your career as the, the leader of the governors on the court. Hey, man, hopefully we'll be able to give some good results and bring some happiness to the people of Crossville that supports us. Thank you, Will. Carlos Paz, thank you so much for coming in today, man. I really appreciate yeah, yeah, it. Thank yeah, you for yeah. having me. <laughs> Su chita ahí, de Moana hasta toda que. Toco ni masca, toco ni masca. Que guas, su chita ahí, de Moana hasta toda que. Toco ni masca, 
Big thanks to Carlos Paz for coming on and giving us a few minutes out of his day. It was a very busy week, apparently, for Carlos, as they all are. What's he doing? Sack, basketball, sports broadcasting. He does major. it all. He's, he's got his... Is he working football? Um, I think he's spotting again, but oh, I'm not sure. for him. Anyway, as we turn as we turn our attentions to the to the home football opener this weekend against Moorhead State, the Eagles, the Eagles. Last time they wandered in here, we uh, won by a billion, roughly conservatively conservative estimate. It was around a billion. Yeah, rounding rounding up. Stash Street's back. Tailgate Alley's back. The Govs are back. The Govs are back. Hey, red out. Red out. There's a whole. Hey, we put just put out a release. On let's go p.com with the game day fan experience plan you need to go look at that if you're a student there's all kinds of good stuff you can get Krigley, could you give me a highlight a highlight well if you're one of the first 500 students to come in the Wendy's gate northwest corner of the stadium near the jenkins family Fieldhouse, you will one receive a preseason ticket to go see the nashville predators two you can reserve your ticket for the tennessee state game on october 2nd that's going to be a sellout you might want to save a seat and then three you can get in on the Predators. Stu- uh, it's the Nashville Predators Student Rush Program where you can receive discounted Predators tickets throughout the season. There's more information on that online. The Predators have more information. But you can become enrolled in that. First 500 students. Um, that seems pretty good. There's There's been a rumor of a opportunity to win tickets to the Preds' home opener as well. There's Against been a rumor. the Seattle Kraken, right? Been the a newest rumor. NHL team. Just, just a rumor. I'm just saying, if you're one of the first 500 students – or, excuse me, you need to be one of the first 500 students there. You're required. You're required by law to be one of the first 500 students. I'm just saying, it's worth it if you get there. Alabama A&M is the only soccer t- game this week, correct? Correct. Now oh, we have one and, next week. and not to gloss over the football contest, but uh, we should win handily. And if we don't, I will be uh surprised. If you want to see all your favorite guys play, you should be there. All of them. All of them. Now to Alabama A&M. Uh, Craig, is there, is there some historical connotations? Yeah, soccer team's on a little bit of a heater right now they can uh do some things that haven't been done in a while if the soccer team wins it'll be their third straight r- r- win on the road you know the last time that happened for austin p soccer 2005 that is a long time ago the last time the team was unbeaten in three straight road games meaning two wins and a draw 2016 that's still impressive but the first time they've won three consecutive road matches since 2005 that's a big one that's a huge one. Isn't there also a uh, shutout thing that you were researching? Um, yeah, P- Peyton Powell shut out the other day. If she goes solo shutout again, be the first player since Mary Parker Powell in 2018 to post back-to-back solo shutouts for the Govs. Um, and, I mean, I don't know if she'll play the whole game. Her and Chloe could split it up like they have a couple times. Um, we're on a heater against Alabama A&M, too. Five yeah. straight wins. The last time the Govs went to Huntsville to play Alabama A&M, 14 donut. Yeah. That was that was the big well. I think that was the big welcome to Austin P. Soccer for the Arizas, and it was yeah. uh, school. It was school record day. Down, yeah, it down was there. Uh, it was a big one. So hey, it uh, could be a big day for the Guffs. We alluded to this in the first segment of volleyball at Western Kentucky's tournament this weekend against the nationally ranked Hilltoppers, St. John's in Ohio. Not exactly Harvard, Merrimack, and Marist either. Oh, no, these teams can play. 
Western yes. Kentucky. Western is good. Is quite good. Saint Saint John's, more than decent. Listen, OVC opener next weekend against the reigning league champs. Nothing will get you ready for Moorhead like playing this Western team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is a great opportunity for the Govs to test themselves against some really good competition ahead of a challenging league schedule. And I think it's not. I think it's kind of like that Western game. You look at it like our Ole Miss football game. You're not. Maybe you don't win, but they're, you need to play good against that team. You you need to show, you need to show something. You need what? to show some fight. You need to win a set. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not even going to say. You need to play them tight in the sets. You need to. You, you just need to go out there and prove to yourself that you can compete against a team like that. You can't. You can't hey, go out there and you can, be. You can compete. You can compete against Western. You can compete against Morehead, Murray, anybody in this conference. You you can't go out there and go 25-12, 25-12, 25-12. I mean, that's a confidence builder if you go out there and beat – if you play Western, like, 25-22. If you're, if you're in it, if you're forcing them to call timeouts on their floor to deal with what you're doing, you've done something. I'm sure they'll have a crowd, too. Thursday night, they usually get decent volleyball crowds in yeah. um, Diddle, EA Diddle Arena. I have no idea where they play volleyball, actually. I feel like they played in the big arena. I am not sure. I mean, I feel like – They hang all their banners in there. They don't really do anything. They're good enough that they could play it there and get a crowd, I feel like. And yeah. it'll be a great environment, I think. Yeah, it'll be a very fun environment. We are also hosting women's tennis. Women's tennis. A little tournament this little week. Little tourney. First little time Friday, since. Friday, Saturday tourney. First time since 19. Uh, yeah, going to be weird 15 years from now to explain the uh, the gappage. Yeah. Hey, why'd you guys skip over 2020? Uh, As it turns out, the world shut down and was on yeah, fire for well, a little while. You know. Yeah, it's going to be um, UT Martin, Southeast Missouri, and one other school who escapes me right now uh, uh, your, your eyes went so dead when your mind went blank on that. <laughs> oh okay it's uh, alex allard sports now so um <laughs> he knows the teams i don't think they're listed anywhere so you're not gonna be able to look it up but it's simo martin one other team um hey got two newcomers on that team you got a lot of familiar faces everybody's stepping up a little bit fabby's gone at the top I imagine Danny moves into the one. I imagine Yana just slides right up into the two. Alex into the three. Martina the four. Um, and then um, Hanukkah into the five. And then you got two newcomers fighting for the last spot. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the newcomers jump in and are just ready to rock and roll. But, hey, this is a good team. I feel like you don't just – you're not handing out top spots to newcomers. They've got to come in and earn No, you got to come in and you got to knock off a, a multi-time all-OVC on the I think Danny Morris is – pretty solid at the top of any lineup in this conference uh i mean no. just watch that la- just watch that last match from the championship last year where she went marathon against simo to win the thing no they they were once more the team to beat in this league and they will prove it this weekend i think their biggest challenge will be doubles are getting they could have a whole lot of new double sets because two of their doubles pairings from last year will be different the middle one of yana and alex will stay the same but danny loses her partner and hanukkah loses her partner so well, that's what the fall's for, is figuring out those pairings. This is a good one to start with, too. You've got to get ready for regionals. Very much. Uh, cross country back in Nashville again this weekend. This time at Vanderbilt running, I'm fairly certain, the exact same course they were in at Belmont Percy the other Warner. week. Yep, Percy yep. Warner, Vaughn's Gap. This time it's Friday morning in place of Friday evening. Hey, there you go. It's That's the difference, and nice I'm, sure there will be, run. I'm sure there will be different uh, teams, but I have watched more teams run there. Then I have, then in I've probably watched more events at that place because that's just where everybody runs cross country. I've watched four high school events there with my brother. I've watched at least probably fifteen college events. Hmm. 
And that's a lot. That is a lot. And this will be my last one if I go. Oh. Okay. Because uh, this is my final appearance as the host of the PCAST. I am uh, leaving. I am moving on to other things. I won't say bigger. I won't say better. But I will say that it is time for me to focus more on my family, for me to explore some other things that I want to do with my life. Athletics, and especially Austin Athletics, has always sat at the forefront for me. That will not necessarily change, but I will be doing some different things that challenge me. And I'm excited about them, and I'm excited to leave you people who listen to this in the very capable hands of one Casey Krigger. Yeah, so uh, for the future of the PCAST, we're going to take a week off. Coward. No, we're taking a week off. Coward. We're taking a week off in your honor and memory. Cow. I'm not dead. No, nope. we're taking a week off in your You're honor. You're just and lazy. Memory. You still next, want to no, work. I don't know who my next <laughs> guest host will be yet. Um, we're gonna, you, if, you, if any of you are Jeopardy fans, when uh, Alex Trebek passed away, you know that Jeopardy guest hosted it for a couple months, let a bunch of people come in and do it. So I'm going to have all kinds of guest hosts until we find a permanent host. Excuse me, permanent co-host. I am now the host. The host. I'm going to have to change my Twitter bio. Yeah, I was about to say, you're Um, excited for that one. Yeah, so we will, starting not next week, the week after, we'll have a guest host. We'll have a new guest. Um, We'll see how it goes from there. Yes, we will. I'm excited for you. (sighs) Sure. Oh, you're going to see what it's like to be in the big seat now, big boy. (laughs) I don't know if I can do a coach right now. That was actually a McMurray from Letterkenny whenever uh, went and... Uh, Are McMurray and Coach O the same voice? With a little more Cajun on the O? Go Tigers. That's close. Boy, that's it's close. It's closer than I'd like to admit. <laughs> I, just, I can't believe it took us that long to realize Boy, howdy. That. Yeah. Still, still learning, even all these years later. Uh, community service done in the greater Clarksville area. Uh, Katie Etheridge is your point person for that, as well as the revamp Govs 360. In addition to her duties as head of the academics arm of the department, you people appreciate what you have in her, for she is a saint. Her and Riley are doing the Lord's work over there. They are, and you need to be, be mindful and respectful well, of Colby them. Colby will come back and throw hands with you. I will. Uh, I I can do that now. Actually, you can throw all the hands. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so looking forward to being one of those boosters that Tara hates so much. Yeah, Colby has already decided he is just a booster now. Yeah, I'm. I'm so going to be not. I I I'm taking those compliance things I've learned and throwing them away. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. If the NCA is listening to this, he will not be doing that. Pcast LLC does not support the actions of the former host Colby Wilson. Oh, get in touch and stay in touch with us via the web and social media. Casey, how do they do that? Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P. Facebook, Austin P. Governor. Shout out to Eric, uh, not Eric, Robin and Carter and Eric for Eric Inc. <laughs> Let's Go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey, Cody Bush, myself for a few more days, plus Alex Allard and intern TBD. Plenty of stuff going on over there all the time that you should check out. What else? You've only got a couple days left to check out tickets you know you get a ticket from our ticket guru johnny mitchell he's got all the information you can use to get into the moorhead state game and all the home football games this season it's here it's here it's home football week it's a holy week for two ring john you should call him you should buy tickets you should buy season tickets you should buy tickets for all the games you should do it now and then you should buy more season tickets for the disadvantaged of clarksville so they can be sure to come in and see some high level football exactly find us on itunes soundcloud stitcher spotify or directly on the website 
at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating view on the podcast. Five stars, five stars. If you want to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on campus event we shout out. Call your shot for a final score for the Moorhead game. Tweet us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Crick19. Shout out David Krigger on his birthday week. Shout out JLo's dad. Shout out Steve Willard. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to everyone who has joined me on this podcast as a guest over the years or enjoyed any of the silliness we've pervaded. It's always made my week. Love yourselves. Love each other. Krigley will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Goodbye. Like a sunrise on the longest night, like a rescue. Coming just in time, you save me when I cannot see the light. Like a heartbeat to a lonely drum when I thought that, that the end had come. You remind me that it's only just begun. <laughs>